right? We get up, we make our coffee, we feel like whatever it is we do, we just honestly could do with our eyes closed because we don't, yeah. we don't think about it. And so now we're being gifted this opportunity to stop and think like, wait a minute, yeah. I, don't, I don't have the gym to go to right now. So do I want to get up? at this time, right? Do I want to do this? Do I want to have this conversation? Do I want to be available here? What kind of hours do I want to keep? Like we get the opportunity to, to really reflect on what it is that we want. And I think that's what's so disruptive for a lot of people because most of us are like herd mentality and we just want people to tell us where to go and where to be and, and when to be there and how to, yeah. how to show up and to have to actually think for ourselves. And, and I'll be honest, for me, you know, five, 10 years ago in my journey, that part would have been disruptive as well. Like, can somebody just tell me what to do? I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this time. Hey guys, my name is Katie Enterkin and I'm on a mission to help humans become the best possible versions of themselves and to unveil what I like to call the beautiful beast that already lives inside us all. And welcome to the podcast about everything and a little bit of nothing. I've had the privilege to talk to all kinds of different humans who have been through a plethora, oh, I love big words, a myriad of experiences just being a human and existing. These are real conversations with real people, getting to know each other, sharing stories that make us cry, and occasionally pee our pants with laughter. We talk about all kinds of life stuff, parenthood, business, life goals, fitness, chasing your dreams, and yes, even some animal noises are involved. For more information, keep listening. This is the Unveiling the Beast podcast. What's up? Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I'm hanging out with my friend Michelle Moore as we have a pretty raw conversation about what the hell is going on right now in the world. If it's like year 2022, 2023, and you're listening to this for the first time, we are in the midst of a global pandemic with the COVID-19 coronavirus. Michelle and I talked about how different humans are reacting to the fears and the rules and the stress that the virus and other humans are creating, and how it's kind of collectively forcing us to look inward and figure out what actually is important versus what we thought was important. We agree that the world will never go back to normal, but instead, we are all actively creating a new normal. Just a couple side notes. One, we periodically had a bad connection due to the volume of people using the internet during this quarantine period. And B, every time Michelle mentions Sean, she's not talking about my hot husband. She's talking about Coach Sean Smith, episode eight, episode eight. As always, I hope something lands with you today. I hope something you hear tugs on your heartstrings and or I hope you laugh. Yeah, we all got laid off. Like closed forever or just like closed for now? Um, well, they laid us off so that we had the opportunity to collect unemployment if we need to. Because yep. some of the instructors actually like that was their, that was their living. That was their, right. Not all the other employees, like the, um, the front counter people. And I think management is still working though, because they're going to have to be part of the, the team that decides what happens after this. I, I keep wanting to say when we go back to normal, but it's, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be a new normal. So we can only hope. Yeah. My wife and I were talking about that over dinner last night. <clears throat> she said, how long do you think before people go back to their old habits, right? And mm -hmm. patterns and ways of being. I said, I think most people, like the majority, the masses, right? The collective, I think they'll do it pretty quickly. Um, I mean, a couple weeks, like tops, uh, I said, but I think that there will be people who shifted, you know, genuinely yeah. inside of this. And I believe that the transformation that, that is happening in the world needs to be done individually, like one person to one person. So I believe yeah. that the people who 
who do shift that they'll infiltrate, right? And then create yeah. more, um, more transformation. But I think most people, they'll be like Christmas, right? Like, okay, that's done. Back to <laughs> right? We don't have to be nice to anybody yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like super, I just, I'm trying to find gratitude every day because I think that's, that's what can keep us going. Like my husband and I we work at the same job and what they decided to do, it's a, we work in a warehouse and there's about 20 people. So we're doing split shifts. So he's going to go in early. I'm going to go in late. And that's what um, the whole company is going to be doing. And then we're going to stay 20 feet away from each other. <laughs> so it's just, it's, ins- it's just all last week feels like it was so long you know what I mean? And yet everything happened so fast. So yeah. it's crazy. But I'm grateful that we still have the job because otherwise we wouldn't have the income and then we wouldn't be able to pay our rent. And then we'd have, you know, that whole where our heads go. Super so. fast. And the fears are, yeah. I told somebody that in a Facebook group earlier today. I was like, I mean, your fear is valid. I, yeah. That's the shit's real, you know? Like, yeah. And trying, you know, the people that, that I work with, the, the, my, my, my people, right, from a coaching perspective are, you know, people who um, use their external environments, right, to source their control. They're not internally stable. They're perfectionists, right? They're highly, like, controlled. Yeah. And I was like, I know that, that they're losing their fucking minds right now because yeah. I know that if this, I told Sean this a couple of days ago, I said, I was really reflecting number one as a server, right? Cause I spent, I only went full time in this work. Like just, it'll be two years this summer, but it wasn't uh-huh. that long ago. I've waited tables since I was 15 and had a worker's permit all the way through till my early forties. Um, when I was in Mary Kay, I waited table. Like there was always, that's, you know, been a part yeah. of my life the whole time. And I said, and to think about what like without this work, the personal development work that I've done without the tribe, without people like yourself to have, you know, real conversations, whether have deep conversations, whether talk about like what's genuinely up. Right. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, to be in an environment where both myself and my wife are dependent, like our survival is on tips. Yeah. I'd have a meltdown or I would just be drunk like the whole time. You know what I mean? Like can't <laughs> yeah. function, can't function. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? and I'm not joking. Like it's funny, but yeah. it's people. like, that's how, that, that's how it would be. Shoot. Yeah. I had a friend of mine posted in her stories this morning. She's on day nine of quarantine or something with her husband and her four kids. And she's like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. All I want to do right now is just start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to pretend like it's a normal Saturday, you know, with like the, the crazy glitch in her eye. <laughs> uh-huh. Like twitching. I think yeah. they're going nuts. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, man. She told Xander, I don't know when she had this conversation with him, but she was telling me this yesterday that she was like, mommies need breaks from their children. Like, just like children need breaks from their mommies, mm-hmm. right? Like, and we're not getting yeah. that right now. So we have to figure out, like we have, it's what you said. We have to figure out a new normal. Um, because a lot of people, yeah. my life in that respect hasn't really changed, right? Like mm-hmm. I, it's a big deal for me to leave the house now. I'm like, hey, I got outside. Um, like I go for a walk, but outside of that, like everything I do is, it's this, right? This is, yeah. this is what I do. Um, my wife is gone even more. I have less. All she's doing is working and coming home and still working and managing the staff. Mm-hmm. General manager of the Cheesecake Factory. So they're doing all their stuff. So she's working more. My like, so I don't have her help with you know the animals or stuff like that. But outside yeah. of that, that routine is not um, really shifted. But it's been fascinating to watch a lot of the the fear, the conversations, how, not only how people are responding, but then how other people are responding 
to how people are responding. Yeah. Like that's the stuff that I just fascinated with, right? Watching people (laughs) fear lash out in anger or people numbing out or how they're coping. And I saw a meme the other day that was really accurate. They're giving me life, by the way. I'm sending them to like everybody I know. Oh, the memes? Phone number. Yeah. Like they're. Yeah. Hell yeah. They're (laughs) bringing me so much joy. Somebody sent me one yesterday that said like, I'm either going to come out of this quarantine, like with my chakras balanced and all of my unfinished projects complete or 20 pounds heavier with a drinking problem. (laughs) but the memes though i i saw it's if anything good comes out of this because i think it's important that you know you turn on the tv you go on your social media feed and all you see is this negative 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 and i think it's so important that we keep just spreading joy as much as we can because there's still joy out there and if you just sit in the funk while this whole thing is going on, you're going to go nuts. You're going to yeah. go crazy. And you're going to have a drinking problem and be overweight. <laughs> Absolutely. So. That's one of my favorite things about you, your uh, yeah. ability to find the humor and the lightness and just, and be real. Like uh, one of my friends texted me the other day and she was like, who, who are these moms with their children sitting at the table with workbooks? She's like, mine are wild animals. I was like, they're liars. Like they're all they're all liars. Like that's not happening in any yeah. in any mother's yeah. house. I have kids and I know either that or they just snapped it for like the 10 seconds that they sat <laughs> before their kid threw the book on the counter, spilled their drink, and started screaming. <laughs> yeah. So we gotta be real. Like it's okay yeah. to turn your phone on and be like, this is. Like everybody's getting detention, right? Like this is crazy what's happening yeah. right now. And just yeah. laugh about it. And that's one of my favorite things about you and how you just move and show up in the world is, is with yeah. your realness and humor. We need it. It's actually, and I know you know this, it's good for our immune system. Oh, yeah. It literally, and I think that word's a little bit overused, but it's literally the best medicine it's my favorite thing in the whole world to do but yeah it doesn't mean that i'm not affected by this as much as any other person is like i go to the grocery store and i just want to cry the whole time i'm there i cried because there was bread on the shelf yesterday for the first time in a week so but then i i went up to the checker and when i was checking out i was joking with her i never thought i'd cry over bread on the shelf oh you know so like I'm I'm just as affected, but knowing who I am and how deep I take things, like I have to make I have to find the smiles and I have to find the laughter. Otherwise, I just I go down into my hole and I curl into a ball and I don't come back out. And I know I'm not the only one that's like that, you know. Yeah. No. Not at all. Do you think it's your willingness to go into the the depths that you feel things that actually enables you to experience both ends of the spectrum emotionally? Probably. Probably. I just, I've always had this like, maybe it stems from, I know it might not sound related, but maybe it stems from I moved a lot when I was a kid. So it's like, okay, there is a lot of change all the time. So my, maybe it's because I grew up thinking, okay, this is next. What do we do? And there's going to be a big change. I'm just, I'm ready for it. <laughs> Although this is probably the, the, biggest, the biggest thing that's ever happened in my lifetime anyway. You know, I don't know. It's a different kind of sadness that I feel if that makes sense. It's like not sadness for me and my family. It's like sadness for what's going on in the whole world. Yeah. I know I'm kind of rambling. (laughs) You're the first person I've really talked to about this. So awesome. Yeah. I I think it's, I think it's necessary. And I, I, the reason I asked the question is because I, I believe that like, I, I believe it's our, our willingness to sit with our feelings 
period, like all of the feelings that enables us to feel all of the feelings. And I had a night and then a day of sadness Wednesday night and then Thursday. I was just like, fuck, like I'm good. Like somebody asked me how I was and I said, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm well, like I'm well, I, I all is well. I yeah. don't know if any of this is, is wrong, but I'm just, I'm feeling, feeling. my own disappointment in, in all of the things that, that I had planned. Like I literally, like I, I don't, all I do typically is work. Right. Mm-hmm. And I told Amanda, I had like a really powerful healing and I was like, you know what? I need more pleasure. Like I need more fun. I need more play. We need to, to date again. Like we need to get out of our routine. And so like we bought tickets like spontaneously to go to a concert to a band that like we like, but we're not like hands <laughs> up, but just like, fuck yeah. it. Let's, let's, let's listen to music. Let's go have a good time. Cancel. Um, we were going to go to Disney World for my birthday. Oh. Right. And I feel like I'm in, um, like, I'm like Clark Griswold, right? In vacation. Like, sorry, folks, park's closed. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was canceled. And then I was going to go um, out to Missouri to support Sean with his TED Talk. Like, no. And then I was going to go out to California to spend a week out there to work. Like, no. And I said, I, was, <laughs> I have this moment. I'm like, yes, like, I'm going to do things that I want to do and I'm going to have fun. And I'm gonna whatever and the universe is like, that's cute. Shut no. down. <laughs> and, and I know, and then also at the same time with the work that 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 I do, also knowing that like there was a piece of me that was for a little bit on top of that, feeling bad that I felt bad because I'm like, well, Michelle, at least you're not a high school senior, right? At least you're not, you know, it's not your wedding, right? Yeah. Now. At least you're not trying to have a baby right now. At least you're not you know, I think about like the college senior, like the ball players, right. And like what, yeah. like, and I, I had this moment of almost like, um, you don't get to feel bad that your trip to Disney world was canceled. Right. Like, yeah. And then I just thought, I was like, well, you know what, this is, this is the shittiest thing that's happened to me. And so I am allowed to feel exactly. bad because, because that's real for me. But because I had, I say all that to say, because I had that, experience of that day and a half yesterday. And now today, like I, I feel good. Like I feel open and, and able to connect and, and be like clean with my energy. But I really believe it's because of the willingness to whatever comes up to honor it, like whatever it is, whether it's crying in the bread aisle and then (laughs) later laughing with the cashier girl, I'm the same way. I think so I celebrate that uh, in you. And I I think that more people would experience, I mean, both, right. More pain and more pleasure if they, if they would allow it, but we only want the good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I hear you on the, on the, just letting yourself, if you feel like you need to cry, you should just cry. And it just because, like I'm, I'm always one of those people that's like, there's always somebody that has it worse than me. So like, if I'm experiencing a problem, I'm like, okay, well at least I'm not blah blah blah. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that the pain for me isn't real. It's still there. So you have to let that out. You know, regardless of if somebody has it worse, because it's always going to be somebody that has it worse. Absolutely. Until you get to, well, at least you're not dead. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I love what yeah. you said. I have a friend who says both and so like both can live. Right. And, and I wrote yeah. something about that recently because I, when I was in that space, right. Of being like, well, I'm grateful and I'm bummed out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I am in gratitude and I found myself like being like, well, you can't right? like it, it hit me with the fear and faith. Right. Cause you hear that I don't know if you hear it, but I hear it all the time, right? Like they can't live at the same time. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, you know what? Um, I call bullshit because right now I'm scared and I have faith that everything is going to work out. I have faith mm-hmm. that there's a purpose. I have faith that this is all happening for a reason. I have faith that there's healing and shifting and that there are things happening that I do not have the the vision or the wisdom to even fathom in this moment. I have faith 
in that. Mm -hmm. And I'm also recognize that what I do for a living uh, is not a necessity. And in, to me it is, but for many people it's not. Um, yeah. And so there's a part of me that's like, I, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, un, I'm, I'm uncertain. And, and I believe yeah. that they can live together. And what makes it challenging is when we tell ourselves that they can't or that they shouldn't or that what is shouldn't yeah. be there. I love that perspective of somebody has it worse than me and that can help pull me out. And I'm still allowed to be like, this sucks. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. A yeah. lot of people are really, um, a lot of people are really devastated, at least in my life about their gyms being closed. <laughs> How do you feel about that with what you do? Well, I, I was devastated when I got the official letter because I knew that the gyms were going to be closed, but I didn't know that they were going to lay us off. <laughs> I don't think they even knew they were going to lay us off. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do things from home. I'm like, I'm, I'm really sad that I don't have my own spin bike. <laughs> Cause that's like, that's you know, thing. my main thing is teaching right. cycling. And I just, I love it so hard. I can't even tell you how much I love it, but I don't have a bike at home. <laughs> I don't even have a road bike. <laughs> so I'm, I have kind to figure funny, out actually. Huh? So that's kind of funny. Well, Actually, I know it is, right? Like that you're a spin instructor, so passionate <laughs> about spin. Do you have a bike? No. <laughs> no? What kind of bike do you have? I don't have one. I haven't had one since fifth grade. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I there's other things that can replace that because for me, it's like my biggest stress reliever because mm. I go hardcore. <laughs> Yeah, I go fucking hardcore. <laughs> so I got to find something that replaces that. But also I have a gym in my garage. Right. So um, like today, for example, at 1.30, uh, my other, my friend has a garage gym too. So we're going to just do a Zoom call or a video chat and we're going to work out together. I love it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm figuring stuff out. A lot of the instructors, um, uh, they're doing... Like one of them does Zumba classes from her living room. So she just does a Facebook live stream, says, I don't own the rights to any of this music. And then like 13 or 14 people will do the class with her in their living room. So I'm like, that's so cool. I could probably do something like that. Love it. So, yeah. And then right before we were ordered to stay at home, um, my other instructor friend, she teaches cycle too. We were thinking about doing a boot camp in a park because I have a park next to me that's like half a mile square. Mm-hmm. It's really big. So, you know, there's just there's other things you can do. And, of course, when I found out about it, that was my, my day of crying because I was like, oh, my gosh, like three days ago I was still teaching and suddenly we're all laid off, everybody. So it was just like a big kick in my heart (laughs) you know yeah a word that came up on a mastermind that I was leading earlier this week was closure and I think that's what's missing right for so many people like it's like on 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 you know whatever day it was right Tuesday you're doing your thing Mm -hmm. fully expecting that on Wednesday you're gonna come back and you're going to do your thing. But you found out that like Tuesday night, like that's over. And so yep. I just feel like in a lot of ways, I'm like got broken up with, but like, didn't like got ghosted. Yeah. And I'm like, didn't get to hear what happened. Right. I'm yeah. like, well, we you got just... broken up with the text. <laughs> right. And then blocked. Right. So I could never communicate with yeah. you. Again. Like I don't can, uh, what, uh, so I think that that's, like, at least for me, that's part of it, right? It's like, well, I, yeah, I, uh, what? Like, Wait, the, what? <laughs> right. Because even exactly, things that yeah. are, that come to an end, right? Like graduations, right? Things like that. There, there's a sadness, but you have the time to like, you know, it's coming. Yeah. Like you have yeah. conversations, you can hug people. Like there's, there's a time to process it. And here it was just like, yes, no. Like just, yeah, 
just no, like it's, you're done. You can't talk to your boyfriend. You can't see your friends. And, and to be even, I, I would imagine like to be uh, like a teenager, right? To be like 17 where you're not like two years old and just whatever, not that they're not aware they are, but it's different to be like 17, to be able to drive, to have a boyfriend, right? To have that awareness, but yeah. also not have the adult, full adult freedom, to be able to yeah. do whatever you want, like, man, I would be angry. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm moving out. Shit. Yeah. And then to have the uncertainty, even I had a coaching call with somebody this morning and she was like, we talk every two weeks. And I was like, I, we can schedule it, but I have an appointment that day, but Amanda bought me a day at the spa, like just mm-hmm. to be really sweet. And, um, that's, I have it booked. And I was like, so I'm, I'm not taking clients that day. And then I was like, well, I mean, I might be, cause I don't, I don't know. Like, is the, are they going to be open? Like it's in April. So I don't like, is it, Yeah. I was like, can we just book? And then the two things that I feel like this is requiring of, of people is flexibility and presence. Like it's like forced presence, right? Like you can only be in this moment because nothing outside of like this moment is, is certain. Amanda said that she had one day where she rewrote the manager's schedule three times because more information kept coming in. So like what what you knew to be true at 8 a.m., totally false at noon and changed again at 3 p.m. So God bless the planners. Yeah. Let's hear it for procrastinators, you know? Like, Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> season is shine. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this, is, this has been my analogy. I, my family this whole last year has faced a lot of health issues. Yeah. The most recent one being my little sister, who's not really my little sister, but we grew up together. She just got diagnosed with terminal cancer stage four and she's 33 and she has the best attitude a person could have, you know, hold on. (laughs) I'm not crying. Um, But, and then my, my stepdad had a whole long, a whole, lobe of his lung removed because he had lung cancer and then before that it was prostate cancer and then my mom had pulmonary embolisms and could have died if she didn't like this whole like all this but my family is a bunch of fucking fighters you know what I mean so I (laughs) I've been telling myself I've been telling myself I've always hope that I'm the person that if I get cancer I'm gonna fight till the death for my life (laughs) you know what I mean and I've always said if I had a limb amputated for some reason or I lost a limb, it wouldn't be the end of my life. I would go get a prosthetic device and then go do jumping jacks on it. So the analogy that I've been using, but I told my husband this, I don't think I've told anyone else, is that this whole situation going on right now, this is us getting a limb amputated. So when it's done, it's not the end but we're going to go get a prosthetic device and find our new normal. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's like all this, like, I just, I always hope that I'd be the fighter. that I've seen in my whole family, Hmm. but you never know until you're in that kind of situation. So that's why I say, I always hope I would be that person that, cause you can't say, I'm going to do this if this ever happens. Cause you just don't know how you're going to react to a situation. No, not until you're I rambled again. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't accept. I really like that actually, because something that I've been thinking about and and something that we've been talking about in our community is the opportunity to 
be introspective for anybody that is willing to do so. And so many of us, myself included, um, identify, right, who we are with what we do, right, with what we have. We take, uh, that's my arm, right, that's my Mm -hmm. That's my job. That's my whatever. And so to have the opportunity forced, you don't have to do this part, right? But to to have those things taken away, honestly, um, is an opportunity to look at who are you without it? Who are you, you know, without that arm or without that leg or who are you when you're not a spin instructor? Yeah. That's not because that's not who you are. Right. I don't Mm -hmm. believe so. But so many of us, we identify with that. I'm a, I'm a life coach. I'm a server. I'm a whatever teacher. So who are you when those things are not are not there. And that's where I believe the opportunity, what you were sharing, that's what I took from it to create that new normal. Right. So I have, I have this, this thing I can, you know, put this prosthetic on and, and let's figure out how this works and be willing to keep stepping forward and navigate a new space uh, with or without the old thing. And I think based on what you said a few minutes ago about what you're doing and what some of the other people in, in your fitness community are doing. I love the innovation. I love the creativity. I love the fact that it's giving people opportunities to think about like how, what I told this client earlier today, I said, so many of us operate our lives on autopilot. We don't really think about what we're doing. And for some of us, that's good, right? Uh, you know, their clockwork habits is what, you know, Sean refers to them as. It's just, we just do it, right? We get up, we make our coffee, we feel like whatever it is we do, we just honestly could do with our eyes closed because we don't, we don't think about it. And so now we're being gifted this opportunity to stop and think like, wait a minute, I I don't have the gym to go to right now. So do I want to get up? At this time, right? Do I want to do this? Do I want to have this conversation? Do I want to be available here? What kind of hours do I want to keep? Like we get the opportunity to to really reflect on what it is that we want. And I think that's what's so disruptive for a lot of people because most of us are like herd mentality and we just want people to tell us where to go and where to be and and when to be there and how how to show up and to have to actually think for ourselves. And and I'll be honest, for me, you know, five, 10 years ago in my journey, that part would have been disruptive as well. Like, can somebody just tell me what to do? I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this time. And there are a lot of people that, that are doing that. It wouldn't surprise me if people got up, took a shower, got dressed, made their coffee and started to walk to their car before being like, oh shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't go there (laughs) today. Yeah. Meddling for people. And the part that throws people off is they're like, can someone just tell me what to do? But nobody knows what to do because they're all wondering what to do themselves. Exactly. So, yeah. One of the guys in the community said something the other day um, that was really profound. And I'll paraphrase his words. But the thing that I think is scary here is that science doesn't even know. Yeah. And that's like, uh, Sean used an analogy on a call yesterday. He's like, that's like being a kid and asking like your parents, right? Are we going to be okay? Right. Cause you know, like your parents, they just, that's, that's your rock. Right. Like, and, and they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like as a kid, you're like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not know what's happening right now? Yeah. Uh, that piece is, yeah. Raphael's uh, comment to that was pretty pretty profound um, in, in really recognizing that like, oh, dang, like, yeah, they're still trying to figure it out. It's a really, it's a call. It is an absolute call to go inward, right? Our sense of trust has yeah. to come from us. Our sense of knowledge has to come from us. Our sense of control has to, which is where it all is anyway. But most yeah. of us are used to sourcing all of that in the external environment. And the environment's like, nah, you got this. 
<laughs> no, we're not helping you anymore. <laughs> oh. It's funny. It's almost like it's like the environment right now and all this stuff going on is a life coach for the world <laughs> because that's our job. Our job is to help people look inside themselves yeah. and, you know, clear out the gunk and, and do that. all this stuff. And now, like you said, the, the world is like forcing us to look inward. Everybody. Yeah. Every single person Every, in the world. I read something yesterday. I shared it on my stories and I don't know how true it is because I didn't do any research. I just thought the message was really powerful. So I shared it and it said, um, it said that, uh, since the lockdown, the Venice canal water has become clear. The Italian coasts, they have dolphins coming closer to the shore. Japan has deer that are roaming the streets uh, Thailand has the same thing happening with monkeys. China has record-breaking pollution cuts. And the earth is healing. Uh, and then it said, plot twist. We were the virus all along. Yeah. I was like, S-T-F-U. Like, mm-hmm. What? I heard another version of that. We And as soon as I heard or read, we are the virus, I was like, like I couldn't <laughs> speechless. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm just sharing this. Cause I don't know if any of that other stuff is true or not true, but that's not the point. Like that's not yep. like, that's, that's not the point of it. And, and I think that this is that piece is what is so uncomfortable for so many people. I mean, I, I genuinely do not know where I can imagine, but where I would be or how I would be reacting or behaving without this work. Yeah. I mean, I, having the community, having the support, having the compassion, understanding, even my my wife this morning, one of her staff members is just, just my judgment, not, you know, whatever, just normal human perspective. She's just mm-hmm. being an ass. Like she's just being difficult. Just, and I, I told Amanda, I said, it, it's in these moments that I just have to remember that she has a story that if I knew, right. If I knew her story, her behavior would make sense. Like everything yeah. that she's doing. And I think right now, so many people are just, they're afraid and they're clinging to whatever they can. And, and even having that perspective so that I don't get mad at her, I'm just like, I love you, girl. And I hope you get what you need, you know, because yeah. yeah. But that perspective, like I would have been angry, raging, like, you know what I mean? Like, just like, what the, is her problem and all of this stuff. So it's <laughs> little things like that, right. That, yeah. that are making the process so much easier. Yeah. So I'm sure this is typically how your podcast recordings go. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. This is, it's good though, because, you know, got to talk to it. Got to talk to it. Got to talk about it. <laughs> and to it, yeah. you can, I guess. I yeah. mean, if you look this way, I have toilet paper. <laughs> you do. You're lucky. We have like three rolls and that's it. We didn't get any. Dang. Yeah. We got lucky last weekend. Yeah. And we only bought one listeners. (laughs) One package. Don't freak out. (laughs) Man. Yeah. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. The toilet paper memes are great. The plumber ones are my favorite, mostly because of what recently happened with my house. So I'm very much aware, you know, of that. Um, With can you expound on that for the listener, just for an entertaining story, (laughs) for entertainment purposes? Absolutely. So, what? A couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. yeah, my life was a literal shit show. Um, There was. Well, sewage, like coming up through our showers and um, 
things just not working the way that they were supposed to be working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stuff like that's supposed to go down, not come back up. And uh, we had, um, I, I don't even know how to tell you exactly what it was, but like the, our house was a flip and they, they took a shortcut and cut corners with, with how they set things up and, and tree roots and whatnot had gotten, had blocked the line. So the stuff that should be going down and out uh, was getting blocked up and rising back up into our home. So we had uh, plumbers in our house and removing toilets. And I have three dogs who are highly disrupted. They were uprooting our yard and, and it's all as well now, but I had a week where uh, there were a few days where we had no, like we couldn't, if we took a shower, there were consequences, right? Like then we had to clean up literal shit. We couldn't flush like toilets and it was, yeah, no dishes, no laundry, nothing. Um, you know, another opportunity for gratitude. I mean, the words, man, I wish I could wash clothes right now had not ever come out of my mouth, right? Until yeah. about Thursday that week. And I was like, we can do laundry. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a really exciting thing to be able to wash dishes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lots of people in our home and in our yard and disruption. I mean, and that's what's happening now. So yeah, it was fun. It was fun to say my life was a literal shit show. It was a good time. <laughs> Why does that remind me of the movie? What was it called? The Money Pit? Oh, yes. Old. <laughs> Such a great movie. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Is that who it is? Uh, I think it was Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yes. Yep. That's funny. But you that made it through. Yeah. At least, at least in that time period where you were living through that, you most likely had toilet paper. <laughs> did i did couldn't use it uh, but we did have it. it's actually probably because of that that we still have the few rolls that we have because i was using Good. the bathroom at uh, at starbucks not to shower <laughs> but i was like i'm going to starbucks i can't even be here yeah i had to get a, i had to get away i think it's important to to recognize that like i gotta get out i need yeah I need, I can't be here all the time. Yeah. Disruption. And then I had a good week. Disruption. And then by the end of that week, all of this. <laughs> Man. Which is good, right? Like there's always, I believe, something positive if we look for it on the other side of, yeah. of the unsettling. Even the gratitude, you know, what you were talking about as it pertains to how you're handling your day, right? With, yeah, I got to find something to be grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a, a, a time period where everybody is going to figure out what is actually important versus what they thought was important. You know yep. what I mean? Whether I, it's things or people. A hundred percent. Yeah what would you pick back up? Right? Like it's definitely the, spin class. <laughs> Sorry. Right? It was great. But that's <laughs> how, how cool is that though? Like, cause you could have yeah. thought it a month ago, like, Oh no, 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 no. I really, 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 really love this. But now, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, it's like a, a forced choice. Yeah. I think it's for, for the people who are willing, I think it's a really, really powerful opportunity to explore that, right? I can't do all of these things. What am I liking? What am I not liking? I, I mean, I, and I know that there are plenty of people who are getting really close with, with family that they recognize like, dang, uh, I don't actually like this person or maybe they don't actually like their kids. Or they don't yeah. like what they do every day. I mean, it's there's 
or that there are people in their life that they really miss or what are the things that are really important to them. And I think that piece, if we're willing to explore what's behind the disappointment, like disappointment, right? What, what am I really sad about? Like, and not in a judgy, what are you sad about? But like, what is it that I'm actually grieving right now? And then how can I get that? Just like you were talking about with the fitness, how can I get that in another way? Right. Just because I'm used to doing it this way and I always do it this way. And you might end up finding out like this might be the catalyst for Katie to get a bike. (laughs) (laughs) But you might find out that like an online, like, fitness channel or class is something that you do want to add in. Like it might be something that maybe you recognize you hate and you're like, no, that's not something I want to do. Or that it's something that you want to add into, into your repertoire. And and that piece is exciting. Like to be able to explore um, and be forced into being innovative. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you think people would do if we didn't have the internet? Oh God, I don't know. If we weren't allowed to use like our phones or whatever. I do think the internet's going to slow down a little bit for a while. We had a call, a mastermind call, like where we record on Zoom and we did it on Monday and it took five days for the recording to process. Wow. How long was the call? Just over an hour, like maybe an hour and like maybe 10 minutes, but I think it was less than that. Mm. And I was like, WTF. And it didn't even, because this is the thing, right? There's so many things, especially at that point in the week where we're just not used to thinking about, right? And I'm thinking, what's going on? What's their problem? Why can't they get it together? (laughs) And then we reached out and the guy was like, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, if it takes longer than 72 hours, let us know. But, and I thought, oh my God, duh, because yeah. everybody is now like students everywhere, right? Meetings yeah. everywhere are like online. They're better now. They got, uh, now they're back up to their typical turnaround from my experience, but yeah. That's good. I was going to say that's good to know because you're actually Monday's episode. So I have to edit you tomorrow. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Nice. Monday's episode. Yeah. I'm Monday's episode. Your Monday's episode. <laughs> That's amazing. So what are, what are things that in, the, <laughs> in this world that we're in right now, what are things that you're, that you're doing that you're encouraging your family, your friends, people to do what's working for you right now? Um, well, we're still figuring things out. Like our, our whole schedule is going to change Monday. So we're going to have another temporary new normal. <laughs> wow. Um, Why? yeah. So, um, just cause of the split shifts. So, um, Sean, yeah. my husband, he's going to, he's going to go in at four leave at 12 and we work uh, about an hour away from our house. So we're both going to leave at 12. We're going to meet in the middle, swap the kid. And then I'm going to go to work and he's going to go home. And then I'm going to work one to nine. So what I'm doing is looking for benefits from this one. We're not going to need a babysitter. That was one of the, one of the points. Cause it'll, you know, lessen contact with other people right. and it'll keep him away from, from my mom and my stepdad who've had all the lung issues and yeah, they're being really stubborn. <laughs> they hate being quarantined, <laughs> but anyway, I, I don't um, know your stepdad, but I have met your mom. So <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Love you mom. Another positive thing is that, um, my son's going to be with both of us for the same amount of time. Monday through Friday, and we have weekends off. So um, we're not going to see much of each other, but it's temporary. So it's like we're still kind of figuring out a flow, I guess. I'm not really sure 
I mean, of course, I, I'm encouraging everyone to keep laughing and looking at yeah. memes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, Their life. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm just blessed with a family that has good heads on their shoulders, you know? Like yeah. we're, I feel like, I don't want to say crisis, but we, both of us grew up in, I don't know, I don't know, really know how to say it. Like we both know how to be like, oh, okay, this is next. Oh, okay, this is next. You know what I mean? And I'm snapping. <laughs> this is what's next. Okay, what do we do now? Let's make a plan. So yeah, I'm just lucky to have that kind of attitude. <laughs> There's so many people that'd be like, fuck this i'm giving up stay at home yeah i mean some people have to stay at home (laughs) right it's not funny but i'm laughing yeah but it is and it's okay yeah i posted something about that the other day it's not disrespectful like it's we're just we we have like we have to laugh yeah have to laugh that's actually one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite moments from my grandmother's funeral actually is all of us cousins and everybody just being in the kitchen afterward and just telling stories and laughing. Like that's not disrespectful. Like it's, yeah. it's connecting, it's healing, it's, it's memories. It's a way to release tension and get the energy like unstuck and keep it moving, you know, through, yeah. through our bodies. So I think it's great. I love that you're focusing on the positive perspective and staying in the moment, right? Like what's the next thing that I can do? Cause we can't get like literally right now. I mean, it's the forced presence I was talking about earlier. Like we literally can't get, you know, Oh, oh my gosh, how long is it sustainable? And how long are we going to be okay without seeing each other? Right? Like how, how long, uh, uh, like we just, you don't know. So right now, yeah. and, and you and Sean now get the opportunity to figure out a new way, right? A new way to connect, a new, a new schedule yeah. to connect and, and, and new opportunities. And we can look at that as a burden or we can be excited about what it might create. Yeah. And I have to remember that 12 years ago when this started, we had a long distance relationship. So we'd go like three months without seeing each other. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? So we've, yeah. in in a way, we've been through this before. Of course, we weren't married with a child, but we've done, we're, I guess we could just pretend we're going back into a long distance relationship during the week and then weekends, you know. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Anything we can do to tell a story that feels good and um, keep things light for us. I think is key. I think people want to know how other people are responding to this. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I'm a big believer in feel how you feel like it's valid because it's there. Um, I don't think I believe in gratitude and I don't think that we should like positive affirmation, our feelings away. Right. I think that, this is a both conversation, right? Like they both can live together, right? You can yeah. experience the sadness, right? And, or be like your, who shared about your mama, like not wanting to be in this space and listen to the rules, right? Or, you know, not be happy about it, but do it anyway, or be irritated yeah. and, be laughing a few minutes later, like all of those things can live together. And I think that really honoring our feelings and allowing them to be there is super important. Um, I'm with you on the laughter a hundred percent. I think that's absolutely necessary. I think it's a time to be creative and innovative and, and throw a fit if you need to, that you can't do what you used to do, but ask yourself, how can I still reach the same purpose? So maybe you can't yeah. go to the gym and take your favorite spin class with your very favorite kick-ass, super amazing, awesome instructor, but what can you do? Like what is, what is something that you can do? And something that's been really important to me personally and that I've been teaching a lot of my clients is find stability 
anywhere you can find normalcy, right? Air quotes, normalcy and, and even if it is in how you make your coffee in the morning, how you feel, yeah. how you make your bed, doing your makeup, uh, the way you put on lotion, like there are things that have not changed. We have to look for them because we're so inundated mm-hmm. right now with all the things that have. But there are a lot of things that, that we still, right, we still do the same way, right? I took a shower. I hung my towel on the same place that I always hang my towel. I brush my teeth. Like, I still do all those things. So there is actually a tremendous amount that we are in control of, but we have to be deliberate in, in seeking that. And then we can have evidence yeah. that tells us, hey, I actually am in control of a lot of stuff. And that... I think helps shift. Uh, I think that helps shift the energy. Totally. We all get to be our own bosses right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Which is exciting and or scary, depending on who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exciting or scary. Yeah. And relying on people and connecting. I mean, it's the same conversation, right? Like even if you can't do what you've always done, you can still connect, right? You can still plug in, you can still be, be supported. And we just got to be careful, like with an intentional, I think with the, um, how much information we're looking at, right? Like how, how we're, getting into, I mean, just like with anything with our health or, or, um, you know, well-being or, you know, with children, right? Like the Google can be dangerous, right? No offense, Google, but like Google can be dangerous for us. If we chase down a rabbit hole, we could end up, you know, not sleeping and, you know, saran wrapping our whole entire house and everyone we love. (laughs) Yeah. That's maybe not necessarily... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah what do they call it dr google yeah dr google <laughs> i mean it's cool i think there's just a balance of like to me it connects with what you were saying about taking like what's the next thing right which is something i was talking with one of my clients just via text like all right so you did that what's next not 15 mm-hmm. steps but just one is what's enough information to take one step forward and, and once you get that enough information to take the next step forward, stop. Because otherwise we literally get overwhelmed and then we're like on our back with all of this information that's just suffocating us and preventing us from taking yeah. any action. So like what's enough for you to be able to do something, but not so much that you're just completely paralyzed and and unable to move not only for yourself, but for your family, for people that you love like that, that's not good. Yeah. I know that's different for everybody. Yeah. Thanks for this conversation. Thank you. I have one more question for you. If you had one piece of advice to give to the world, what would it be? Well, what's present for me and I was, sitting with it for a moment to make sure, right? Like that, that's it. Um, but it would be to trust yourself. Yeah. Trust yourself. We, um, I believe we all have like an internal navigation system. And so many of us are, this is, I think, society. I mean, it, I'm sure in a lot of ways happens in our homes, but we're programmed like, oh, we can't, you can't trust you. Like you got to look for everybody else, look for their validation, look for their approval, look for their, you know, look for their nod. Like if they're smiling and nodding, then you know, like that you're saying the right thing or we're just programmed out, out, out. But no one outside of us has our own, has our answers. Um, so trust, trust that, that you do have it. And it might not be developed. It might be hidden. Uh, and the only reason it would not be developed is because 
I mean, I know for myself, I shut that down at a very young age for many, many years. So it takes practice, like before just seeking the answers for somebody else, trust yourself, be still and, and check in. Like, what do you think? What is your intuition telling you? Like, what is your body telling you what you need? As far as food or rest or sex or nourishment, any of it. Instead of looking at the internet to tell you how many glasses of water you should drink, right? <laughs> trust yourself. So yeah, practice self-trust. I love that. That's my, that's my advice to the world. Advice to the world. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Moore signing off until next time. (laughs) 